Can we um can we intro with Ooh yeah yeah there you go Before we start this episode we have a message from a friend of the show Living Records presents many sessions featuring Ella Coiler, Is Lamar, Ashes to Amber, David Kaiser, and Fun Sucker. Premiering on MomInthouse.com on Wednesday, October 28, 2020 at 6 p.m. Pacific Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Tickets are $5 and all proceeds will go to Suitcase Joe Foundation. They operate as a social purpose enterprise which advocates to eradicate homelessness and poverty and supports mental health care reforms for Skid Row. Big stuff. Support that. All right. Definitely go check episode. that out. Yeah, for sure. Vance is one of Vance's favorite guys, Benny the Butcher. He dropped a dropped a little LP. What do we think? I'm I'm in love with the album for real. I, at first, I was kind of on the fence because the Hit Boy production it threw me off. It was a little too not to say like cinematic or like modern, but it wasn't that old dusty like grimy feel you know the old beat sounded like you would be like somewhere in an alley and just somehow like hear benny the butcher coming from one of the speakers like randomly in the sky but now this shit sounds like a lot more money it sounds like there's budget behind it i mean um the mixing sounds totally different like i know that's been one of the big things i've talked about with griselda's like improvement is that like if you listen to their shit in 2017, 2018, like their voice is just like not nearly as clear on beats as it is now. So like the clarity that they rap with now, it just sounds way more rich and fresh, which is like their whole brand, you know? So it's just complete. I think it's like the cherry on top for the Griselda 2020. Um, yeah, solid album. Great album. What'd you guys think? thought there were a lot of solid features on there too. I thought it was good. I... T- I'd be lying if I said it met my expectations just because my expectations were like, this is going to be a contender for like rap album of the year. And I'll be lying if I said it's, I don't think it's in that top tier one of rap albums from 2020. Yeah, I think it's in sure. tier two. That's six to like 10 range of like projects. Mostly because like there was some standouts like Thank God I Made It Was Fire. Uh, Sly Green was probably one of my, my favorite track. But I don't know. I think Benny's just like inability to do like really good hooks to me kind of stood out on this project like famous like i don't feel famous like i hated that hook so much that i have to skip the song yeah i didn't like, love it i didn't love it and that was just kind of a common theme on the project of like benny like the verses of course it's benny the verses are crazy but like anytime there was a moment for like a hook it just wasn't it was turning me away from the music do you think um you see, I saw some people like talking about how they thought the lack of hooks on the project was a a plus for the album, you know, off the strength that uh, they just want to hear Benny rap and they want to hear his features rap. I agree with you that I definitely would have liked some more fully structured songs, you know, because even Conway on his project had some consistent hooks, you know, and West Side Gun, of course, he's very consistent with... Uh, his hooks on tracks and stuff like that. So I can agree with you. It definitely isn't in that top five tier because I think I have my solidified top five, but six to eight sounds about right. I mean, project was cool beans. What did we expect? I mean, we got some great features on this jump. 
I really enjoyed that Ross feature, the Freddie Gibbs feature, Wayne. You know, the whole nine yards, yada, yada, what it, what it do. But, um, I mean, it's another Griselda project, so I'm not sure what y'all wanted us to get on here and see. We talked about like 11, 12 Everyone. of these this year, and it's kind of just like a broken record at this point. So I'm not going to harp on it too much. I think what was a little bit more interesting this week was that party pack from, you know, my guy, the one that owned Of course. Party next you door. think the party pack was interesting? <laughs> what about that was interesting? I said the most, Nothing is new, I said the most interesting as far as just like How? wild card. Like we knew we was going to get a great project from Benny the Butcher. I we mean, like, we knew the songs. We've, that were on we've party heard pack. all of these songs on party yeah, pack. Yeah, pack. I just wanted to say that the party pack was not good. Outside of the two songs we already had, what's this thing with features, man? Like, why? Do y'all like it when artists go out their way to just work with, like, you know, people that you never expect them to work with? So we get, like, party working with Quavo, working with Yachty. What I've heard all these that? records. That's, yeah, I can't even really, like, kill this. From, like the features that I've heard, like these have all been in my like SoundCloud playlist for like three years now. Like, I literally wrote an article about Party Next Door Care Package and had half these songs. If anything, I would kill it for like not having more songs. Like, he didn't add, I think, like Girl from Oakland or whatever. There was like a number of standouts that he didn't even like add on his own care package, which is kind of telling to me about Party that he doesn't know what his fans really want. Like, he didn't add the SoundCloud shit that his fans liked the most. Instead, he had Cuffed Up and Candy. Like, nobody was checking for that Cuffed Up Quavo track. Like, that was the confusing part to me. Is um that one tape, is that one tape on streaming, the one that has, uh, I can't even think of the name of the song. My shawty is a good girl. You know what I'm talking about? Is that on streaming? No. Damn. I don't think so. Do you know what album I'm talking about, though? It was like... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Seven Days. It was only like four or five. Seven yeah, Days. Seven Days. Is yeah. that yeah. on seven days streaming? streaming huh? That is on streaming. It is. Seven Days is... That's the album that doesn't... I know it's like, on SoundCloud. It's like a little... You can't, you can't name that. You don't name that for Party. That's I mean, that was... That project was better than this one. Honestly, this project... That's was, what I'm saying. Okay. I mean, I... Because I was about to rugs. say, if that wasn't on streaming, I think one of those... Some of those songs definitely are better. Than what whatever was on this party pack, I don't know. I feel like I wish Party would just try one time for me. Like he's he's been kind of free phoned in the last two projects, and it's just like whatever. But I don't know. He did talk about just his music process. Like sometimes he, and we've talked about this before. Party just doesn't feel like a. He feels like a songwriter more than his own. You know, entity as far as like an artist goes. Like Party is, I think Party. It's primarily a songwriter and his music is some shit he does when he feels like it. So it's sad, but good humility from Chance this episode. I mean, but PND, I mean, we're not going to deny the dude greatness. You heard me? He's uh, great. Party, no, he's Party great. Mobile. These guys the get on, yeah, and they hit on that project week in and week out. And I just, I just show it love because Party Mobile, like, that shit pretty sweet. But, you know, that's just me. I'm not really saddened by Party Pack like you, Chance. I'm really not ecstatic about Party Pack. I don't like it. No, I said saddened, saddened oh. by Party Pack. Like, I'm not saying like Party fell off. Like, this is two straight bad projects. I don't even really consider this a project. I don't consider it like an EP. I just consider it like adding songs to a streaming service. Like, songs that everybody already wants. He just added it. 
anything, if anything, it's just a way to like remind people about party. Like you mentioned, party mo party mobile. Like I feel like this is just, hey guys, I dropped the album this year. Remember me for when I can suck and still tour off that album later. I feel like this is him just trying to like. But are you mad at get that? everybody's memories going? I'm not mad at it. I understand it. Like people aren't able to tour off their projects. I would expect yeah, them to try to keep family. that momentum. I'll stay relevant. Well, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, do you blame, do you blame party for kind of going out and just trying to say, Hey, remember me as opposed no, to, I, don't blame blame. I think, I think everybody's doing it. Like what, most people are just doing it through deluxes, which is why like, that's kind of confusing. Party could have easily dropped the party mobile deluxe and probably got the same momentum. I guess he assumed this was like a safer option, but he probably could have just said, did the same thing. A deluxe might've been sweet for real. I wouldn't have been upset at that. I would have listened. Definitely. Because nothing else really dropped this week. He kind of fumbled, but... Again, do you think... I have to ask. Do you think Drake saw this? Do you think Drake okayed this? Do you think Drake cared about this? Do you think Drake doubted this decision? Do you think... We just had, had to bring to Drake into this episode, huh? Man? It dropped on OVO Sound, bro. I don't think Drake... He I don't did, think Drake did, is like, the label head at OVO. I think Drake is the figurehead. I think... What's his name? Oliver or whoever the hell is on OVO. Oh, I think they running all the Khatib. operations. Yeah. Yeah. Like Drake don't run the operations at OVO. Like, honestly. Like, when have we ever seen Drake like actively participating during some like label exec shit? Like, never. We don't even never see see Drake posted up with his artists, to be honest. Come on. I don't even know who his artists are at this point. Is Roy Woods <laughs> even alive? Forty mentioned him on the um Forty was on Kevin Durant's podcast, and he mentioned like all the OVO artists, and he basically said like the same thing as Drake, isn't that like I don't do anything hands on with these artists. I just kind of steer them in directions, and I was like, why? You're one of the <laughs> that's horrible. You're one of you're the, the best. <laughs> you're one of the figureheads of the sound of like a whole generation, and you're not giving these guys like what to do. He's like, nah, that let makes... them tell me what to do. But what? That was crazy. Yeah, it was. It was. A, he was like, I let them tell me what. Um, they want from their sound, and I go and like try and match them with producers and shit. I'm like forty, you are forty. <laughs> like, like I understand. Why aren't you? If you're Kenny Beats or like a low level producer, but like you literally made Drake. Not you made Drake, but you crafted that whole Drake. underwater fucking sound, pulsy exactly. sound. Who are you talking about? You want Roy Woods to come to you and give you his creative vision? No, <laughs> that's the last thing you should do. <laughs> I mean, Roy was hot before he got on OVO, so he just needs to recapture that flavor. Like, I think the, the artists on OVO, this is what's needed. Capturing a flavor the is sick. They just be all over the place for me. Like, they don't, none of them have a, a real identity, if that makes sense. Like, they're it's one all artist, like one homogenous. It's all like one homogenous identity. But like it's also like no identity at the same time. They like all sense. capture like, like small aspects of like Drake's identity in my Exactly. Opinion. It's weird. It's kind of weird, but I won't be surprised. Could Drake be on that weird shit? But I digress. That's all I'm gonna say. Forty also dropped the gym well, he dropped two gems. He dropped the um he like slipped up and said certified lover boy is dropping in two weeks. And he said he'll never work with another artist that's not Drake because nobody else does his sound as good as Drake. Well, he said Certified Lover Boy dropping in two weeks? Yeah, he like slipped up and said Certified mm. Lover Boy in two weeks. Then he tried to backpedal. But I, I don't I don't believe it's in two weeks. Well, I hope it's not in two weeks. Because then if it's in two weeks, that's like October 30th. And then that Tuesday is election. 
which means Drake will have a total of like one, two, three, four days. He won't even have actually, like, Niggas command. Niggas sick before the election start. Exactly. But I think Drake, <laughs> Drake knows that. Maybe, maybe the weekend. Maybe the weekend to command the media and then he's done. But I think like, he knows that. I, I think Drake he knows he only has. If he's he smart, you wait till the new year. I don't know. He might just be realistic though, you know? How long do we really give albums this anyway after three days? Come Drake on, bro. This fucking a week. Drake, bro. A week of Come on, a week bro. of unresolved. No one's gonna be in the mood. If Trump wins, nobody's gonna be in the mood for a Drake album. We might get by if, if Biden no, gets. That's it. sick. What if Drake is dropping the album, and the proceeds go to like the Biden campaign? I don't he know. Drop some Biden certified Lover Boy merch. This, this is the collab. sickest rollout. I don't know what y'all this, think this is though. Terrible. I'm ready, man. I'm ready. I'm ready for some. We gonna talk about the upcoming music later on in the episode, but it's winter time, man. Y'all already know how how, how I usually get around these times. It's fall, summer's over. This is when we get them deep cuts, you know. Bryson Tiller. I mean, I'm not gonna say nothing, but he really brought it in for us. He has some Jones. No, go there. ahead and go ahead and issue your yeah, apology. We have to start. You know, we, have to start. we have to start with the apology. <laughs> Listen, man, I don't really, in my opinion, I don't think I really have nothing to apologize for. Oh, strength of I ain't. How many times did you mention him today? How many times did you mention him this week? Don't 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 interrogate me. You're gonna let me finish. I just said I'm gonna play it later, but that timeless interlude is it, it's pretty sweet. It's sweeter than sweet. Pause. Um, but. I'm just saying, you know, it just reminded me that, you know, we, we really about to get them or traditionally, you know, this is when we get them Drake projects. This is when we get them, them R&B jumps. You feel me? The scissor projects of the world. So what do y'all think about that? Are y'all ready for us to slow it down, take it down a notch? I feel, I feel like we never got picked up a notch. I feel like barely any mainstream projects have really dropped this year. Like. We've been surviving my like my top five rock and R and B underground shit. Yeah, like R and B R and B was like going off the first quarter of the year. Oh yeah, give then me shit on. happened and it Brand. just died. Like nothing. We, this was just a light year for music in general, like because of the world. So I, there's nothing to slow down in my opinion. Well, I mean, on that note, we're just gonna get into unheard artists, and I'm gonna play first, even though this <laughs> artist is not unheard. I don't give a shit at this point. I'm just going to play with, you know, what I was vibing to this week. And this week, I was really vibing to that timeless interlude by, by BT. I got to get mad. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to be okay. They be like, do the task right. Don't make no mistakes. They negated what I sacrificed. Think I live a flashy life, but really life is flashing by. 22, go get it now. 27, hold it down. I got several homies now, but still I keep my bro around. Crazy, we both older now. Babies know they older now. Plus, I know they count on us to let more down the shoulder. This world is growing colder. But I swear they never get the cold shoulder. Sand dripping, should I flip it over? Skimming through this picture photo, wishing I could live it over. But you wiser when you getting old. Normally I'm closed off, but just for this specific song, I might try to let them in. Say blessed them for a different song, but you're the only one of us three who has ever had TikTok downloaded on their phone. This is true. You made multiple TikToks. I made one, two. What was it for? I made one to see slide TikTok, and I made one. What what else I made? I made that party one where you was in the crowd. Oh yeah. That step. Still, yeah, that shit was all. So you made two. Okay. Made so two. you're a TikTok user. I'm not a TikTok user. Negative. Taj, do you want to break down the TikTok news? 
Uh, sure. Uh, TikTok is starting a series called Watermark. So the whole like premise is to premiere an artist's song 30 minutes before the song is officially released. So the first week is going to be some country, well, a huge country artist named Luke Combs. It's not Casey like Musgraves. No, that's your girl. Um, huge country artist Luke Combs premiering a um single, well, a deluxe version of his single or whatever. And he's going to basically go on TikTok, give like insights on a song. So like saying like what he was thinking at this part, what went into this part, blah, blah, blah. And then 30 minutes later, the song will officially be out on streaming. So it's basically like a huge marketing like thing for That's genius, industry. bro. I need to work at TikTok. TikTok, fuck with me. I actually agree. It's very genius. Because I was... It, like, it's crazy how it like, related to something else I was like working on this week. Like, I was reading about how like when like Napster first started and like how like there was one side of artists that like wanted to sue Napster and there was the other side of artists that saw like Napster as a benefit and like promoted their music on Napster and they saw their like numbers go crazy. And I pretty much think that like this is like a different version of that, but instead of like stealing the music in general, they're like getting ahead of like the whole leak model that like Drake did or like Playboy Cardi does. So they're basically giving you the song, letting you get that snippet. And then getting you hype off it, and then boom, the single just go crazy. Wow, I mean, TikTok is just, they're ahead of the game. They they are one of the first, I mean, I ain't going to say they're one of the first companies, but they just really go to, I guess, personify, I like that word, how commoditized the music industry has become. Like how almost factory-like it is, as, you know, like you can literally manufacture, I mean, I, it, but I guess it raises an interesting question. Has it always been this way? It, yes. The ability to manufacture yes. an artist. That it's, yeah, yeah, yes. It literally started with production houses where artists were going in there and they had everything for the artist. Because remember, bro, you can record at your house at your at your comfort for yeah, like before true. ten before like five years ago. You had to go to somebody else's place to record. So um yeah, it's always been factory. Like the interesting thing now is a couple, maybe a month ago, we know I don't I don't know if we covered it, but TikTok struck a deal with United Masters where artists could directly release their music on TikTok. So, I mean, I guess this is just the continuation of that. Do you think this is just a continuation of that, or do you think the fact that they're kind of in bed with independent? labels, distribution companies, do you think that's a bigger play? I mean, not even on like the direct to like music distributor thing. I think this is like the downfall. This is the worst thing that can happen for like radio. Like if radio they weren't whole thing is, Yeah, radio is already a dying like form of media and now this is like the whole sign of like okay, we no longer care about radio. Cuz radio's whole like gimmick for music was the fact that they were like the tastemakers, they could decide what's hot. They can push, really push shit for the label while also providing like analytics on like what region is fucking with a sound. And TikTok can do that 10 times better. 10 times. The analytic yeah. feel 10 times better. So it just makes sense for like <laughs> the industry to like kind of work with TikTok and push the radio out. Get Charlemagne out of here. <laughs> I think that's what's happening with this deal and the other deals TikToks, TikTok and labels have done. Let me ask y'all. Let me ask y'all something. No, like, I mean, 
I think this is ultimately good for like artists. It'll allow more people to be discovered because it ain't like people popping up TikTok don't have no talent or nothing. It's just like, you know. But I wanted to ask, is it gonna be like wait, I hold up before you ask, I I don't even I don't agree with what you just said. This isn't good for this is good for artists that are signed to the big three. Like the big this deal is done with the big three. It's good for the artists signed to them. If anything, this is bad for like your average artist that was unsigned who before like had a chance to like come up off TikTok because TikTok was like an undiscovered field for the label. Like they weren't worried about that shit and now they have their foot in it. So they're going to promote the hot guy who they want to promote. Oh, I guess that's true. Watermark series versus the random guy. Like before it was a level, like level playing field. Now the industry is involved in it. It's going to be the same shit as radio. But I feel like now there's so many with TikTok. I agree with Chance that there's almost a free market for influencers, you know? Like, what would stop me as an artist or me as an, let's say, this isn't even really my role, but me as a manager or me as an A&R, let's say, for 4K, 4K Michael, and I just find an influencer that's kind of popping on TikTok and just say, hey, can I throw you 100, 150? So no, they're going to want more TikToks. than that. They're going to want hey, more than no, that. Hey, no, that's what I'm saying. Everything is relative in this industry, bro. I agree with Taj that the Addison Rays, the Charlie D'Amelios, like all those top TikTokers, whatever. Damn, he know their payola is gonna. I know those too. I know their payola is about. To, I know their shit is crazy. I mean, they're like with Kim Kardashian. I mean, Courtney Kardashian and shit like that. But I agree. I think that it would be better for smaller artists because you can hit smaller influencers and grow on a smaller level. For most artists, it's, they know it's not realistic anyway to try and blow up with a huge influencer overnight. But I think it definitely builds potential for smaller artists to build on a smaller, more consistent path, if that makes sense. But what what's, what do you think is stopping, like like you said, you for 4K, like you pay 150, like you can probably muster up like a couple racks, like, but the label, that's like pocket change. They can do 10 times that amount. But that's what Addison I'm saying. Ray. Like, but that's what I'm what, saying. I'm not that? even. That's what I'm saying. I'm not even looking at an Addison Ray. I'd be looking at a smaller influencer, that because at that point, that's what I'm saying. The the in, the influencer game is damn near like the music industry now, to where you find a small influencer. Like we see it every day on Twitter, bro. We see people that have been funny for a minute, right, and then they pop off out of nowhere off of like some crazy huge viral shit, and then it's like, oh damn, like this page or this person has gone viral. Like Lil Nas X, just for example, like he was a whole meme page or whatever on Twitter and then he just blew up crazy. So I feel like if you're a small artist and say you tap in with Lil Nas X, literally when he was making the first Old Town Road meme videos and he posts some shit like that's a come up. And then he and then he pops five, six months later. I mean, you don't even have to think about it like that because most influencers aren't going to pop into music artists, but. I think the potential is definitely there for smaller influencers because the labels aren't going to be, they're only going to be tapped in where the money is a guaranteed return, you know, their business. But you you look at smaller influencers, even local influencers, like, I think it's a come up for sure. We shall see. All right, back to your question, Chance. I mean, I don't really have nothing else to say, man. Uh, TikTok. You have, it's just you like have a whole question. <laughs> I was just gonna ask: Is it like gimmicky? Like, are we about? To, I mean, I think we're about to just see, and maybe we already have, but 
just a whole new wave of artists who are just like TikTok artists. I mean, we already have seen that, but I think on the on an even greater scale, that like make money for this platform because you can't deny that if you want something to get popping, you give it to the kids. Yeah, I never heard the question. What was the question? Is it gimmicky? Is there a whole new wave of artists coming? I'm saying, is it is it is this model gonna be like a gimmick now? Like, are we about to just see a whole new wave of artists that are just like TikTok artists? It's gimmicky, but I don't think it's like a new gimmick. Like, it's the same gimmick as like only pushing like single songs or like back in the day, like trying to make ringtone music. Yeah, I feel like it's the same shit. Just evolved. All right, Vance, you want to talk about your guy fumbling? A whole fan base in three business days and a potential number one record? Sada Baby. Again, like most of these cancellations, it's not really a shock if you listen to the music because they say some pretty wild shit. And it definitely doesn't excuse what he said. Uh, just a bunch of wild behavior on the TL. I've just never seen... Like Taj was saying, somebody fumbles so quickly. You know, I thought Tory Lanez had the quickest fumble fall off in history, but I think Sada Baby has the new record because that shit was like three days, like you said. Um, so, yeah, it's unfortunate. It's tragic, but he should know better. It's 2020. Cancel culture is, is at an all-time high, so... He just fumbled. Like you said, he fumbled. It's crazy how, like, how how easily, like, artists like Sada Baby is canceled. Like, if you listen to the music, they say some, like, this probably isn't top five wildest shit they say. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like it, it's crazy, like, the what even is, like, the threshold of popularity? Because, like, Uzi, on, if you listen to the lyrics on EA, Uzi's saying some pretty cancelable shit. Like, probably a handful of cancelable shit on they EA. They talk about hitting women but, often. <laughs> But he, Uzi's not going to get canceled. So, like, what's the... It's just crazy. Like, what, the different thresholds that's of the, cancel culture. That's the issue for me is that it's, cancel culture is never consistent. And that's why I can just never take it seriously. Um, I mean, this was a hot topic of debate when we very first met at USC freshman year. But, yeah, cancel culture is just not consistent enough for me to where... I can take it serious because how can you cancel Sada Baby for something and then turn on Chris Brown, who's genuinely like done something in real life, like further than lyrics. And I'm not going to I'm not going to weigh anything heavier on a scale than anything else, you know, but it's just it's not consistent enough for me to where I can take it serious and. Am I going to stop listening to Sada Baby for now? Yeah. Permanently. We'll see. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. You listen to you're him in you're the first capping. Place. I'm not going to lie and say I, like I didn't listen to the Tory Lanez project the other day. Did I give it a listen? Yes. I wanted to know what it sounded like. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> they about to cancel us. But, yeah. I'm not, again, I hope this doesn't sound like an excuse for Sada Baby, but I just think the whole thing is it's just so repetitive at this point. Um, and I don't even know if Sada Baby's bag is really going to get messed up like that, you know? That's the thing for me. I mean, I feel like that, I don't know, because Nikki fans are probably still going to 
support that single just to support Nicki. On strength. So, right. Like, who knows? It's just, it was just crazy. about. I just wanted to ask you about canceling artists in general because I have my own, like, difficulty <laughs> canceling Shaq West. I think we had this conversation all, like, off pod of how hard it was for <sighs> me to cancel Shaq West. Yeah, I heard you listening I love to him today. Exactly. I like, I can't even... It's hard to... <laughs> like, Mud Boy is one of my favorite projects right. of that Mud Boy year. is so and, like, great. I Anytime I try to listen to it or a song gets stuck in my head, I can only, like, listen to it. Like, I can't post it. Like, I'm fucking with Shaq West. Shaq West next up. And his photos like, go crazy uh, with he's race canceled. corrupted. It's just... Huh. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, you can't even really support a project you like because the artist did something stupid. But... It is what it is, I guess. But you do be supporting. You just support in secret as much as I don't listen to Mudboy as much as I want to listen to Mudboy. I only listened to um, Gmail today because the song was stuck in my head and I had to get it out of my head. That beat goes but crazy. I, that's not a project I listen to as much as I desire to listen to it. So basically, you answering yes to my question with this complicated answer. Chances, I think so. Self-righteous, bro. If Shaq, West, if Shaq West I'm hadn't not. done what he did, I would probably be tweeting about Shaq West like once a week. Like, like that's how much I like Shaq West music. Facts. But well, yeah, we can get an unheard artist. Uh, Vance, you want to go or you want me to go? You can go. I need about to find alternative. Mine. All right. I don't know how unheard this guy is. I think he's pretty unheard. Um, Omar Apollo. He just dropped an album. Hmm. Apollo, Apollino, or whatever. Uh, he ain't that unheard, brother. I, yeah, I don't think he's that unheard. I'll play uh, Want You Around. Very good project. Baby, I want you around. And baby, I want you around. I don't with you. Baby, I promise I'll be what you wanted But now, in here Heart took some damage I wish I could finish from you I don't know I, I mean, I guess we gonna pull this You can clip this for me, Ty I'm not, I'm not On Instagram <laughs> You're not? That's hilarious Well, fuck it, I'm gonna ask it I'm going to ask it anyway and just pull it from my voice memos. Huh? <laughs> All right, do it. Do we talk about too much music on Unheard? Do you, do you realize how crazy that sounds? <laughs> That's like walking into your business class and the professor saying, y'all think we talk about too much business in here? Y'all want to read about <laughs> Shakespeare today? Like, you realize your question, huh? Yeah, we talk about way too much economy in this economics class. <laughs> we got to talk about something else. I'm being facetious. No, you were dead I like serious. That word. Dead ass. But whatever. No Man, music. Are you ready then. to admit that? Are you ready to admit that forty-two-year-old Kanye West is washed as a rapper? Are you ready to admit that after no, no, no. Did the baby? Did the the baby single drop? No, that I hope it never drops. Wait, is not <laughs> another song? Is not another song with that flute beat? Yeah, I think the, the baby the is, on is the very remix. hard. I think the baby's on the remix. I hope not. Bro, please. I think he is. I think I heard it on this Twitter. He previewed it. That song shouldn't have a remix. It should have never came <laughs> out. It should have just dropped as an instrumental. Like, the beat sounded hard, song. but yeah. I mean, I try not to even think about Kanye at this point because it's just so so much pain, but 
I think he just needs to really executive produce projects and solidify himself in in that in that arena. But he's addicted to making music, which is fair. He's one of the best minds we've ever had in hip hop, if not the greatest mind in hip hop. So like, it makes sense why he's making music still at the old age of forty two. But he needs to stop. I would say he needs to stop or just produce. He's a great producer. The beats are crazy. Um, the the baby feature sounded like a a decent the baby feature. I'm not the biggest fan of him, but it sounded not bad. So I don't even know what to expect. I don't. I hope he doesn't drop an album this year. I don't. I'm really not expecting anything or anticipating anything. That was depressing, but. Nah, it's just Ye just needs to. He don't need to give it up, but I don't. I don't. He's I don't have been checking for He just dropped the thirteen fifty boots. Like he can retire calm. He Ye is on some fuck shit with this election shit. So I can't. I ain't gonna lie. We gotta cancel. Like that's what I'm talking about. Y'all want you want to do the two week cancel like, or the four week cancel? Yeah, doing some fuck shit. Yeah, doing some fuck shit. Nobody like wants cancel. I'm not saying I'm gonna be the one to cancel him. <laughs> Because I don't be around here hypocritical. I'm more so saying, like, I'm not really fucking with Ye. Like, Ye is be pissing me off right now. He doing the most. He's doing a whole lot. People have tried to cancel like Ye this, for, like, three years. That's just not happening. I'm not trying People to cancel, to cancel I'm Ye just for like saying me personally. <laughs> it's just never going to happen. Who? Me? I said people. Just not everybody. You. He's uncancelable. Because he doesn't care. Which is commendable, but also... Nuts. <laughs> nah, he doing some fuck shit with the election. Y'all keep beating around the bush. I mean, I I think the best thing to do shit. is just not acknowledge it at all. That's, that's that's been my stance from the beginning. I'm just tr- I'm just just not acknowledge it. Just pretend it don't I, exist. I haven't even, even talked people about are really gonna be dumb enough. A lot is at stake. A lot is at stake right now, and he doing some fuck shit. Come on now. It's okay to slander him. It's okay, well, yo. Slandering him, dude. I'm letting you I know it, ignoring it's him okay. Is better than slandering him. I'm not saying slandering. You literally just said I'm it's okay we to should slander ignore him. <laughs> ignoring him is. Slander. I'm saying we should ignore him. Ignoring to a narcissist but let's not pretend is he's the don't biggest still form do it. of slander. That's a bar. So <laughs> man's funny. I don't mean for you to get in my domain, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> All right, this, this this episode is going off the rails. So we'll go. We'll talk about upcoming music. And just call it an episode. I'm with that. Um, Dej Loaf. I'm hype as fuck. She's got like a thousand features. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Black. Benny the Butcher. I think Future. I'm freestyling. But she's got hella features on there. Um, I think Don Tolliver. I'm still freestyling. But, um, (laughs) yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for the album. I'm a little sauce right now, but I'm excited for the Dej Loaf album. Um, I better met- feature list Dej Loaf or Ty Dolla Sign featuring Ty Dolla Sign Dej Loaf or Ty, Ty Dolla Sign which one has the better features Dej Loaf's features are Big Sean Gunna Lil Uzi Black Benny the Butcher Rick Ross Sada Baby 42 Doug Bodie James Ty Dolla Sign that Sada Baby has- feature might have to get scratched but continue uh, Ty Dolla Sign has Kid Cudi, Post Malone, Kanye, Anderson Pack, Thundercat, Quavo, Lil Durk, Nicki Minaj, Big Sean, Roddy Rich, 
Janae, Kalani, Future. Uh, Ty Dollars got it. Oh, Ty Dollars yeah, got, got, got it. Ty Dollars <laughs> got it. He's got Thug, Roddy Rich. Nigga went got the He's whole Marvel Thundercat. Who was it in that tweet? You got Thundercat, Kanye, and somebody else on the same song. I mean, really just Ty Dollars on Thunder, Thundercat and Kanye on the same song alone is crazy. Then Roddy Rich, Thugger. Sheesh. There's some overlap too, right? Yeah, Big Sean is on both. Uh, who else is on both? Was Black on both? Yeah, Big Sean and Black on both. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I'm going to say that Ty Dolla has the better feature list, but I would not be surprised if Dej Loaf has the better album. Dej Loaf gets first listen for me. Same. All right, glad we agree. All right, other projects. I say, ooh. I feel like the, the Ty Dolla could be a chore to listen to. That might be like 30 songs, even though the track list already came out, right? Maybe? 25 songs. Ooh, yeah, that's a chore. That's a chore. That's Scorpion. That's a chore. But continue. What else? Uh, Meek Mill confirmed he's dropping a project this year. Ugh. Uh, you sorry, but Meek Mill, his like last what two have been fired. Did you hear that snippet? Did you hear that snippet on? That's Did you hear that snippet on Twitter where he said something, I've something, never heard something? Meek Mill he said something, something, something like, "What do they want us to do? Vote?" Like this man was advocating for voting in the song, but it was the worst bar you could ever think of. I wish we could clip it in here and I could find it, but. It's really, it's sick. I'm just not excited for any Meek Mill bars. He also had the french fries on his swim trunks in that picture. Along with that, he's just tweeting reckless stuff on Instagram. What could Meek Mill talk about right now? Social justice? The Diddy political party? Yeah, Meek Mill, he fumbled a lot of his social currency. I think <laughs> Meek Mill was like the richest social current richest. coming out of rapper. Like he had a crazy amount of riches and he just fumbled them all not even through music just through doing like corny shit <laughs> which is kind of sad because he makes pretty good music uh other confirmed music slime language 2 dropping black friday very excited I, I, I still to this day listen to slime language the first one i think it's a very underrated label project though carried it I'll be excited to see what they do now that the artists are more developed. Uh, Alchemist dropped. Yes. Is dropping yes. Yes. The Alchemist. Yes. <laughs> um, October 25th. I'm excited. I like Alchemist. Also because Earl had a very big image on it. So I think Earl is on there. I'm excited. Uh, Pretty much calling out Vance in the producer projects of 2020. Vance thought he was going to have best solo producer project. Drop it quietly in like December. Win that award. Alchemist snatched that up October. Um, <laughs> other projects. I don't know if this is a project, but Nav confirmed a collab with Wheezy. Get out of here. I don't, uh, what? Come on, bro. What's next? I heard a what's snippet next? What's next? Dot Wave Radio. Very hard snippet. Can I put mine heard? What's next? And that's it. That's all the confirmed upcoming music. That's on my radar, at least. Um, they, right, they is dropping an album. Didn't mention oh, that. Yeah. In the R&B space. They're like alternative R&B, right? Like R&B? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, Whatever the genre is. But yeah, they are dropping an album. Kind of excited for that because I'm a fan of all of the pronouns. They, <laughs> her, there was a him at one point, right? 
Yeah, him got out of here though. Yeah, they got, got they got him out of here. Yeah, her got him <laughs> out of here. But they is persistent. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, They really I'm a, called himself him. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine, bro? That's then, like if a nigga made a podcast called The Her and it was like three <laughs> anti us. I mean, it doesn't <laughs> call, what is Colin Cowherd's podcast called? What's his show called? The Herd. The Herd. Hey, bro. <laughs> we are the anti-Colin Cowherd podcast. But any last words before I get into my unheard gentlemen? Crickets. Alrighty. Um, I'm going to play. I've played them before on here, but they just dropped an album a couple weeks ago that I missed. This is Salt, the mysterious collective out of really no location. Um, but this is on their last album, Untitled Rise, called Sunshine. Over, dog. 